We are live with undefeated junior middleweight contender, 12-09 knockouts from Cleveland, Ohio, Charles Conwell. What's up, Charles? Man, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm good today. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, obviously, I've been doing a lot of these interviews through, uh, you know, obviously we all have a lot of downtime with everything going on. What have you been doing to try to keep busy, try to keep uh, keep in shape? You've been uh, able to uh, maintain um, – you know, a, a decent workout regimen while, you know, a lot of things are shut down? Uh, to be honest, when it first started, it was kind of hard. But when I got, uh, you know, when it first started, it was like everyone was real scared in the house. So I was kind of in the house more. But as I, as time went on, I started gradually going outside. And now I'm back in Play-Doh training and doing my thing. So. Um, what, uh, you know, was his, when, when did you, like, fully get back in, into the training? About a week, like a week or two ago, I just really started getting back full, full, full throttle a little bit. Back when I was back at home in Cleveland, I was just you know running the street and just shadow boxing and things like that. But now I'm back in Cleveland, we working out two, three times, three times a day. So we back at it. Got you. Uh, I know you, you were you're in, you said Toledo, the Soul City gym. Everyone there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, what's what's that like? Been back? What's that been like to get the whole gang back together again? Like, it's like back to regular, to be honest. Like, the quarantine never even happened to me, to be honest. But, you know, it's less people in the gym because, you know, you don't want anybody to walk in the gym because the quarantine is not all the way over it yet. But mm-hmm. you just got the, the, the main people who, who, who need to be in the gym and who really want to really work out in that. So, those are the guys I'm happy with it any day. I've, I've been asking a lot of fighters, especially, uh, you know, I think because of all the lost time, Fights might come a little bit quicker than you know. Than you, you know, you I don't know if you can get the whole full eight, ten week camp that you're normal. You know, because you know they may an opportunity may pop up. Is that something that you're ready for? For you know, for a shorter than maybe normal notice. Yeah, that's why I'm here now. So when the time do come, I'm, I'm already in the gym. That's why I'm here in Toledo now. I'm ready now. So when the call do come, I'm ready. You have been on a nice roll. You're starting to get recognition now ranked, I believe, number 11 by the IBF. You got the USBA mm-hmm. title. Um, in a perfect world, when, when are we going to see Charles Conwell be mentioned with the uh, the Charlos and the Rosarios, the J-Rocks the, uh, of the division? How, how many fights away do you feel you think you are? I feel like I'm about successful world title, world title, and I'm not about Four fights away, four fights away. I think so. Get some quality guys under my under my under my belt. Some, some more known guys under my belt, and I'll be about four or five fights away. And I for sure should be in that. I should I should sure be in that talk, that top talk. At, at just at twenty two years old, at twelve and zero. You've really uh you really climbed up the ladder quick. Um, uh, for some, I mean, most fans have seen you fight. You've been fighting the zone. I know you're on Showbox, and I believe you you were. Possibly scheduled to fight on Showbox again if, if before everything uh, broke down. Is is that the type of fight that you feel you'll come back to uh, a Showbox type of fight? Oh yeah, for sure, man. I want to come out and, and get the get the exposure, the exposure that I deserve. I want to hop right back on TV doing those uh, ten, twelve round fights to get the uh, you know get it down. So when, they, when the world title shot do come, I'll be ready. Um, promote you have a great promoter, Lou DeBella, DeBella Entertainment. Talk about uh, uh, being under uh, Lou, a great boxing guy for many years. 
Uh, you know, it's good. You got lose, lose well connected, man. He gets you the good fights you need to put, to put you in the right position to get to those titles. So I'm just happy to work with those type of people and people who can push me towards the world title and give me their and give me the right experience and the right fights to put me in position for that type of stuff. Including those people, you have uh, a, a tremendous management group. Group, if I must say so myself, uh, Dave McWhorter, Tim, uh, Tim, and Joe, and everybody with Split T Management. Talk about uh, uh, the, the Split T Management. Man, without Split T, I wouldn't even like like you said. Without Split T and the, and the great people there, I wouldn't probably even have a deal I have right now. So, shout out to those guys. They they see my talent, they see my vision, they see my dream, and they help and they help push me towards the right direction to get that world title. And to get in position for those type of big fights that I need, and I want in my career, they they believe in me, so I'm happy to ask my dad and my friend. Uh, what's what's it like? Uh, you, you know, you mentioned uh, the training Toledo. You got uh, the Otha Jones and uh, their family, and Otha Jones the third, and uh, their sister O'Shea is going to be an, an Olympian. You're around that type of town. Uh, how much motivation do you guys push each other? I mean, uh, it, 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 how important is that to be in an environment with, with uh, so many top-end fighters? I mean, that's real important, man. Like you said, it helps push you. You know, everybody in the gym is real competitive, so if somebody else doing an extra one, you got somebody else trying to do an extra two, and there's somebody else an extra three, so it's like you just keep pushing each other to get better and better and stronger and faster and whatever else. So it's good to have some motivation around you and those type of people to push you. Sometimes you don't even – you don't even need a coach to be sometimes push you because you got the other fighters who want to be great so bad that we can push each other. We mentioned a couple of questions ago about when you feel you'll be ready uh, for, for, for those bigger fights. But is it, now that you're ranked in the top uh, 15, uh, are, are there certain guys that are, are you looking at maybe before uh, the title fight? Are there certain guys out there that you feel that, uh, you know, maybe you need X, Y, or Z to, to – into that uh, top of stratosphere of junior middleweights? Yeah, I want to fight. I really want to just fight, like, people who fought for a world title. I want to fight, like, ex-champions and ex-world cha- champions, t- uh, challengers, and people like that so I can build my resume. So when the time do come, I've been in there with somebody who had experience, who fought for a world title or know what, you know, had a world title, who knows what it feel like to train for a world title and things like that. So that's the type of fight I really want to be in, people who has experience and who can – no, like push me to make me better for it and make me ready for those world title type fights. Um, you as a, a U.S. Olympian, the Olympics, uh, the, the Olympics were, were postponed for a year for mm-hmm. 2020, 2021. As a, as Olympian, a guy who qualified for the team and fought and all and, and all that, how disappointed uh, uh, you think some of these Olympians are? And what do you think is going through their mind? you know, having to wait an extra year. How would you have dealt with something like that? You know, the Olympics is probably a dream of so many people. You have it, and then they uh, push it back. What do you feel some of those guys and girls are going through? To be honest, man, I really feel like that was – I thought like it was a smart thing. Like, there's a lot of top athletes, a lot of top athletes, and a lot of top – a lot of money. So, all those athletes, you really don't want nobody to get sick or anything like that, man. It's a lot of, it's a lot of people behind those people who believe in those people. So, I feel like it was a smart thing, but at the same time, as in the fire's point of view, you don't you don't really want to like that to stop your dreams and like that. And you've been training for it for so long, it's like hard to not to not be get mad and frustrated about it. So it's kind of it's like kind of like a double edged sword. How, how how do you feel if something like something like that happened in 2015 or whatever 2016? How how would you have kind of dealt with that? To be honest, I would have just uh, I'll just um 
keep training and wait the next year. I wouldn't try to turn pro and like that. I was still, I think I would wait the next year, depending on. Well, I'm not old. If I was the age I was back then, which was real young, I was like 17, 18 years old. So I, would, I could, I had, I could wait the extra year. It's not really a big rush. But only thing in that time is get better and learn and just get better. Like I said, get better and keep working hard and just keep working. So when the time do come, you know you're ready. You know you didn't really gave it a whole another extra year to develop and get better. So you should be more ready, more focused. Do you uh, you still keep up? And um, is it important you to see how some of your Olympic teammates are faring as pros? You guys, uh, you know, you guys, uh, you know, you 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 have, a, you have a brother and sisterhood for the rest of your life with with, with, the, with these groups. I mean, uh, you guys talk to each other a lot about what's going on as pros. Uh, you know, I talk to them on social media. I really don't got, like call them on the phone and like that. But I talk to all their fights. I did. Like a lot of games, who became world champion in 2016 already. So I'm just watching them. Like, damn, they they really did. Like I was just really training with them. They really did it. So when I was like, it's my turn. It's like it all comes in a full circle. It's my turn to get up there and do my thing and perform. And they watch me and be like, damn, okay, we all did it. We all pushed each other. We all became world champions. So when the time right, like you said, I'm just gonna go for it. I I know I'm gonna prevail. I know I'm gonna do what I have to do. I know you fought, you, you know, you fought, you fought in all over the world. You fought Madison Square Garden. What, what was that experience like fighting in Madison Square Garden? Uh, it was actually, I actually liked it, man. It was a big crowd under a big car, Triple G car. So it was actually fun, man. A lot of people there, got a lot of exposure fighting cars like that. So I was happy. Hey, they, uh, before we let you go, uh, where we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on all social media at Charles Conwell. No spaces, no underscore, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's uh, that's easy enough. Anything you want to say out there to the fans in closing before, uh, you know, we see you hopefully soon? Uh, just stay in tune, man. We, we got something big coming up in the, in the future. And just stay in tune and watch out for Charles Bad News. There he is, undefeated, 12-0, nine knockouts, the USBA junior middleweight champion, Charles Conwell. We thank you for a few minutes of time, and uh, we'll talk to you again as uh, your, your fight gets closer. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect, man. Thank you very much, Charles. No problem. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. It was good. It was broken up a couple times. I think it was on my end. I got to read something about. Ooh, hold on, hold on.